Welcome to episode 3 of the Christian Man podcast where we talk from a Christian perspective about the major issues that men face. I'm your host Ndwati Karanja. This is the first of a three-part series on leaving and cleaving. Today we'll talk about the first part of leaving and cleaving, how to leave our parents. I think one of the most underrated verses in the Bible comes from Genesis chapter 2 verse 24 and it reads, Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. Later in the New Testament, Jesus quoted this verse when he was talking about the original design that God had for marriage. The reason I say that it is an underrated verse is because it in this verse we are provided with a framework on how to get the most joy the most out of our family relationships and how we can benefit f- from them the way that God had desi- had has designed them and the way we benefit from our personal and family relationships is by understanding what the leaving our father and mothers means and its importance on us and also what the cleaving to our wives means. And uh, this process of leaving and cleaving is particularly important because we can all see and experience the effects when it is not done for example when you come from a home that does not have harmony you're experiencing the fact that either your parents didn't leave or they didn't cleave or or, or, i think it is related to that in the same way if you do not cleave to your wife you might find that you do not create the kind of harmonious household that a child can thrive and also if you do not leave and you do not cleave to your wife you'll find that your marriage is going to be in turmoil and so by understanding this verse and uh, the major implications that it has on you as a man and uh, on us as men who live in the 21st century i think we are going to experience amazing results in our relationships for this part of the podcast we are just going to talk about the first part of this leaving and cleaving and we are going to talk about what it means for us to leave our fathers and our mothers and uh, before we go on any further we, we need to understand that by leaving our fathers and mothers does not mean that we neglect them it does not mean that we dishonor them or disrespect them because even as jesus was was referring back to this verse he also said that uh, we cannot use any kind of um, vow to deny support from parents who need us to neglect our parents or to dishonor them and so this verse leaving our fathers and mothers does not in any way means neglecting or dishonoring them what it means is that for from the time we are born our mothers and our fathers provide us with our primary primary relationship we are dependent on them for the 
foremost of our early lives and from them we get all the affirmation we get all the love that we need we get all the support that we need we look we look to our fathers and our mothers to get this kind of emotional and relationship fulfillment and when we leave our father and mother it is an internal process where we shift from being dependent on them primarily to becoming dependent on our spouses primarily and uh, depending on the kind of households that we come from we might find ourselves in uh, three different scenarios and uh, and these three different scenarios poses some challenges to us leaving our fathers and mothers because the the act of living does not come naturally and uh, the first thing that my country your mind is thinking what if you come from an unhappy home uh, isn't living going to be easy for you to just leave your parents you are so eager to leave that house and move on to being with your wife but unfortunately while you might move physically emotionally you're going to you might find yourself still dependent on your parents that feeling of unforgiveness that you might feel when you come from a difficult uh, difficult home or uh, where you felt that your parents did not meet your needs as a child you have you might carry with you a sense of bitterness as you move on to your to start a family with your wife and so in essence emotionally you have not yet left your parents you're still stuck as long as uh, there is a sense of unforgiveness as long as there is a sense of bitterness in your heart you will not have left your parents and what about if you grew up as an orphan you did not have mothers and fathers still you might face some challenges and the challenges that you might face in this situation is the fact that you missed that nourishing relationship that they might have provided you with and uh, you might find yourself having a craving for it and uh, you might go to your relationship with your wife with that craving in your heart and uh, rather than seeking the kind of relationship that God has created your wife to fulfill for you you might find uh, ha- having that inordinate dis- dependence on her or uh, or experiencing the effects of missing that kind of n- nourishment from your childhood being acting out in your marriage and even if you came from a happy home you might think that uh, it is easy to live but it's actually not it might it will be a, it poses challenges of itself because when you come from a happy home you experience a sense of security and it is difficult to leave that bubble of uh, security that you might have experienced for most of your early life and uh, go and find primary fulfillment from your spouse and uh, you you find especially when you come from a happy home it uh, it might it, you might find yourself bringing your family emotionally to your marriage you find yourself still greatly dependent 
on them. And so this this it doesn't matter what kind of family background you come from there are still some challenges that you need to understand that uh, you might face when it comes to living that might hold you back from experiencing th- this process to its fullness and uh, in 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 today's uh, in today's world one of the challenges that comes with uh, leaving your your parents is that you cannot leave them unless you earn a living unless you are able to take care of yourself and uh, when you look back into the past uh, probably our parents and grandparents grew up in economies that i would say were much simpler than we have today they and so the process of providing for yourself and providing for your family that that you're creating that you're setting up was a pretty straightforward thing you get a vacation you go out looking for a job you get a job you're able to provide for them however we live in a very complicated economy where where it is it is functioning at a global level and you might find that jobs that you might easily have found where you live or in your country have now moved on to another country and so you you find yourself experiencing greater challenges that prob- than probably your parents and your grandparents experienced when it came to providing for themselves and uh, th- this is demonstrated in fact that uh, a majority of millennials and also the generation z then the newer ones is it generation z or generation x they, they, they most of them end up going back to their parents house after college most of them end up being dependent on their parents even as they are adults and uh, as uh, as a young person maybe you're listening to this it is important that you understand that despite the challenges that you the economy might pose to you it is possible to get to the point that when you are grown up when you have gone through your education you can provide yourself and i think the primary thing that you need to to have in mind as you're going through your education is understanding that your schooling is preparing you for learning it is not just a time of uh, having fun and uh, having different types of experiences as young people it is possible to waste your time in, uh, in in college rather than preparing yourself to join the workforce you find that those years have been wasted and also when it comes to choosing the kind of education that you're going to get it is possible for you to end up picking things without thinking about the earning capacity that it's going to provide you with and as as a, as a young person i think i would advise a young person that their primary what it needs to be at the forefront of their mind whenever they are picking the kind of education that they're going to get it needs to be something that is going to provide them with a living and uh, in the world that we live in it, it, we, we, we've been uh, educated we, we've uh, i don't know whether it is educated but there is this idea that uh, 
you need to love the the job that you do and uh, while it is definitely possible for you to find yourself in an organization that is absolutely toxic that is absolutely difficult uh, long hours uh, and uh, in in that in that environment it is possible for you to not love what you are doing and and it, it it will be advisable for you to find a different job however it is important for you to understand that there's a difference between your vocation and your passion your vocation needs to be able to provide you with a living and also needs to give you a sense of fulfillment but primarily it needs to provide you with a sense of uh, it needs to provide you with an income however you can uh, you can live out your passions over the the weekend by having hobbies for example you can spend uh, your, your weekends could be something you could be an accountant all week long but your weekends will be for hiking or going cycling or uh, or any other kind of thing that uh, might help you fulfill that need for expressing your passions and uh, and, and, and talents and so it is important that uh, you do not get sucked in especially as a man in the world that we live in where you forget that the f- the fact that you are in while going through schooling while going through any kind of education you are preparing yourself to earn and unless you can earn by the time you are done with your schooling you find yourself not able to leave your parents and going back to them you can also fail to leave uh, your parents when you do not have a spouse to look forward to and uh, because you cannot leave that that relationship w- w- with your with your parents the, that satisfaction and go to nothing and the way that we sometimes sabotage ourselves as we grow up as men is we develop sub- dating and relationship partners pat- patterns as we are growing and these patterns affect our ability to get a spouse for example we spend we, we we become a frog when in our teenage years or in our young adult years where every girl that come that comes across us ends up being hurt by us or the other the alternative is we make poor choices in the girls that we choose to date and we and every relationship experience that we go through is a negative one these patterns that we develop when we are young persist with us as we grow they form our understanding of uh, how relationships are uh, how relationships work works and, and and so the when it time it becomes time for us to leave our parents we find that wh- what are we living for because our perception of the world our perceptions of marriages are, have been warped by our own past patterns in in dating and so wh- while we are young we need to start first of all the first thing that we need to start is uh, we, we need to understand become focused and uh, we need to nurture that desire for a lifelong marriage and uh, when we have that desire we are up, we become appealing to a woman who also is looking for a lifelong 
marriage. If, when you have two people who both of them do not appreciate the importance of a lifelong marriage and uh, you put them together in a marriage, without a doubt that marriage is likely not to last very long. And then the next thing that you need to do as you're growing up to prepare yourself to get a spouse is to become forgiving and forbearing. Are you a forgiving and or are you a forbearing person? A forbearing person is the, the kind of person who tolerates the the weaknesses of others understanding that they are human beings that is the kind of person that you want to spend the rest of your life with so you need to be that kind of person and also when you're looking for someone to date you need to be looking for the kind of person who is like that and finally you also need to find someone that you enjoy their company you need to come to understand yourself in your yeah in in your young days what really do you you enjoy doing and uh, you need to find girls who are going to enjoy doing the same things with you, who you're, you're going to enjoy spending time with. Especially when you're young, it is possible for you to find yourself dating beautiful girls, but you do not enjoy their company, you do not enjoy what they have, have to offer, but you date them just for their looks. And so by doing these three things, Developing an interest in long-term marriage, lifelong marriage, becoming a forgiving and forbearing person, and understanding the things that you enjoy and finding a girl that enjoys the same things, you can prepare yourself for that process of living. And during the next episode, we are going to talk about the second part of this verse, Genesis chapter 224, the cleaving to your wife. Once you have been able to successfully leave your parents, then the next step of cleaving to your wife becomes much easier. Although it does have its own challenges, but it becomes much easier to execute. And uh, we are going to, uh, next, during the next episode, we are going to talk about how you can get the most out of how you can get the most out of that cleaving to your wife this has been the christian man podcast i am duati karanja we release new episodes on wednesdays and fridays please subscribe and leave a comment on your favorite podcast provider until next time